from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge podcast, powered by CoachesEdge.coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Friendly, friendly episode today. You've heard many times it's a game of runs. It's a game of runs, but do you actually track it? Do you actually track it? That's what I'm going to talk about real quickly in this episode today. And if I sound messed up, it's because I'm under the weather. There's my nose very stuffed up, been sick. Um, nose is clogged up. Family's under the weather. I've also broken my nose a couple times. And I have a very kind of a big pointy nose. I don't think that helps either. So I got a lot of nose problems. And then you combine that with being sick. So if you don't want to hear me talk about it being a game of runs and are retracting some of that stuff because my voice sucks, I understand. But as I said, it's a friendly episode. I I think this is is a good one because in the teams that I've coached, we haven't tracked any sets of streaks or, you know, I'm not, you know, this isn't brand new. You hear coaches call it turkeys, right? Three stops in a row, you get a turkey. How many turkeys are you going to get in throughout the course of the game? And you start to track those. And so I haven't personally done. And then I put a poll out on Twitter. We didn't get a ton of voters, but the majority of coaches, about two thirds of coaches also do not track these streaks, but some coaches do shout out to coach Coach Ranchin in Illinois, uh, coach Bueller and Colorado, they both got back to me. They said they both track stops. Coach Bueller said specifically three stops equals a turkey, and they try to get seven turkeys plus in a game. So that means seven times throughout the course of the game, they've gotten three or plus stops in a row. So that's what I'm talking about in this quick episode. Are you tracking something like that? And can they be beneficial to you? It can be the game within the game. Right. Are you, you know, you're breaking these games down piece by piece. And then this also comes into how beneficial this can be for practice. I really like this for changing up your practices. Honestly, even if you're not doing this for games and tracking in games, I really, really think this could be a great way to change up some of your scrimmaging is playing essentially these turkey sets throughout the course of these short competitive games. So there's a couple of base things that you could track. As a team, are we getting three stops in a row? If we get three stops in a row, we get a turkey. Offensive side, are we scoring three possessions in a row? We get a turkey. Now, my question is, are you keeping track if the other team is doing those things to you? So if I don't get, uh, if I go three possessions and I don't score, that means the other team would have gotten a turkey, right? And so you, you can reverse engineer that. Okay. Now they get a point, right? My team's playing defense. We get scored on three straight times. Other team gets a Turkey. So you can see how this goes both ways and you can really start in practice, especially to add and subtract. And that becomes the game that becomes the game. It becomes a lot of fun. Um, You know, if you play a, a five minute game in practice, a 10 minute game in practice, and the only way that your team gets plus or minus points is turkeys. That'd be a really fun change up to practice as you're in January, February. Some of you guys are going to be playing into March. 
of how you can keep your practices very, very competitive. And it can help value the ball and improve shot selection. Like if I'm on offense and you've just stopped me two times in a row. So if you stop me again, you get a turkey. And let's say you're playing, you know, first team to get a turkey wins. Other team has to run it down a back or something. It doesn't matter. You guys win. I'm coming down. One, I'm going to value the ball. I'm less likely to be careless with the ball. And then two, the shot selection on our team is going to be on point because we don't want to take a crappy shot and then you get the rebound. Now you get a turkey. You won the, the game. And so that's one of the reasons why I think this could be such a great tool for us to utilize in practice, even if maybe you don't have the, the bandwidth from a coaching staff standpoint to keep track of all these things throughout the course of the game. That's one of the hardest things I think that a coach has to decide is what are the stats we want to track in game? You know, especially if you don't have a lot of coaches that are, you know, on the sidelines with you, you obviously want them coaching the game instead of just chiseling stuff down. But there's great value in some of these things and they can help break the game into, into pieces. So is our tur counting turkeys something that would benefit you as a program? You said the majority of coaches that I've talked to do not do this, but all the coaches that I do know that do it, they enjoy it. They, they think that this is a beneficial um, learning tool. They think that this is something that um, players are able to latch onto and be competitive with. So they're not so much playing the score of the game. They're essentially playing these mini games of three stops in a row, three buckets in a row and seeing how many turkeys that they can get. And so if you're not tracking anything, maybe this is something you should start to track. And then can we get more specific with this? I don't know. There, there comes a point where I think we're tracking too much stuff. We're not a college team that has much more uh, bandwidth, right? Uh, if you're listening to your high school or junior high basketball coach, for the most part, or a small college coach, you may also not have a huge amount of staff. So it's important for us to really buckle down and decide what do we really, really value. And that's what we're going to stick to. But this is just something I want to think about as I was talking to some other coaches. With that said, if you haven't checked out our five out podcast for uh, middle school coaches with coach pillar that came out on Friday, man, that's a really good episode. Coach pillar is, I mean, I've watched some of his game film because he's a coach's edge coach member. And so that's one of the things I do. I'll watch some of your game film. I mean, Coaching eighth grade basketball is not always a pretty thing to watch. I mean, he's got his guys running stuff. I mean, they, they are, they're legit. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, you know, if you don't believe that junior high basketball can be really taught and just have a, a it's pleasing to the eye watching those guys play. It can be done. And uh, so shout out to Coach Biller on that podcast. Make sure you go back and listen to that, how he implements five out and positionless basketball with his uh, junior high, junior high basketball teams. But back to the subject as we close this out, are you tracking turkeys? Are there additional ways to keep track of it outside of we score three in a row, we got three stops in a row, and then invert that. Okay, what is the opponent doing? Are they scoring three times in a row on us? Are they getting three stops in a row on us? And who's winning? that battle it can be fun to track but i encourage you to at least do it in practice 
let that be your game. Instead of scrimmaging, go my twos and threes, say, listen, we're only tracking turkeys. We're going to play a five-minute game or a 10-minute game or whatever it might be. We're only tracking turkeys and see which team wins. You got a little you know, reward or, or, or something. Uh, you can break down and teach based off the team that wins. Okay, why did this team win? Well, they had better shot selection. Why did this team win? They did a great job defensive rebounding the ball. Uh, why did this this team win? Well, you know, two out of those three points that they got were in, you know, fast break or semi-transition. They did a good job pushing the basketball. It allows us the chance to teach the game in a competitive learning environment. And then we can, boom, we can run back in. I love playing short, intense games. I love playing short, intense games. This can be a way to do it. And um, as a player, you want to go to practices that you feel like you're you're getting better, you're learning, you're playing the game, you feel like everybody cares, right? And this is this is a way to do it. This is a way to do all of those things. And you coach them up and then you do it again. You coach them up and you do it again. And then you can do this off zone offense, zone defense. You can track it off of press breaks. So think of all the different situations that you can sprinkle in while still doing somewhat of a three stops in a row or a turkey um, type tracking system that can benefit your practices that can make it more competitive and it's in a fun environment who doesn't want to be in a fun environment like that I do I do I would I mean I I loved I loved in all of our practices from junior high all the way on up to when I was playing pro when our, our coach did some type of different competitive game. I mean, that, that just gets your juices flowing as a player. It's just a lot of fun. So think about doing that with, with your team. So listen, we got a bunch of awesome interviews coming up. Uh, as I mentioned last Friday's one, we got a bunch of awesome interviews, the Jake Holland one with the Guinness world record holder for lunges. Um, some really good ones coming up in the podcast for, for the future. We got a WNBA champion uh, who's going to be speaking later as well i mean we just got 2023 is going to rock and roll with this podcast i can't i can't wait so um if you find this beneficial please positive rating review goes a really long way anything i can do for you let me know if you're struggling this year like man, you're like man things just this season's not going quite right please reach out to me contact at krimmerbasketball.com this is what i strive to do more and more especially the january and february months is help high school basketball coaches. And maybe there's something we can work out with uh, the coaches edge and our membership and, and see if we can help you out as you finish out basketball season. Uh, thanks again for listening. As always, get after it today.